1: statewide
0: on SWX Montana Television. What a better song for Instagram Reels during football season than that one? I never forget the first time I heard that song. It was on a, a hype video. Can't remember for who even, but uh, definitely one to remember. A little big crit for you here uh, on your Friday. What's up, everybody? Thanks for kicking it with us. Hope you're having a phenomenal week. Hope you got uh, good plans. Coming up for you on your weekend. Happy Friday. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the ESPN Montana studio at the Missoula Broadcasting Company, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years, and proud to do so. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? You can always find it. Nuanas Now a Podcast, probably presented by the M Store, the Montana State Bookstore. And the Advocates had a uh, jam-packed first hour, talked some Grizz football, heard from Alex Eshelman, SWX Montana Television, Brandon Casey, a Grizz offensive lineman, joined us live for our first post-practice interview of this fall camp, also heard from Garrett Middleton from the Bitterroot Celtic Games and Gathering, and we also heard from Seth Martin from the 4th D Club. They're hosting a golf tournament out there at King Ranch next Saturday. The uh, the Celtic Games also next Saturday. So a ton of stuff going on here. Uh, last couple weekends of August, so uh, you can find all those fun interviews, all four of them, in fact, on uh, the Nuanas Now podcast. I'm going to dive back into some fall camp coverage. I was down there today and uh, – uh, the Grizz, just, they look really good. I'm just really trying to figure out how to analyze what the the portions of the team that I think need the most work. Like, It's pretty cut and dry analyzing the Grizz right now. The defense is lights out. It's so lights out, I don't know how to analyze the other parts that we're trying to analyze, <laughs> whether it's – The quarterback play of Lucas Johnson, I'll tell you right now, Lucas Johnson looks uh, pretty average. But, again, that comes with a caveat. Is it because he's going against what's supposed to be the best defense in the Big Sky Conference and one of the best defenses in the country? The offensive line looks no better than last year. In fact, not as good as a year ago. But, again, is that because Patrick O'Connell and Alex Gubner and – you know, Jacob McGowring and, and whoever else you might roll out there. Garrett Husted, Braxton Hill, Marcus wellmill I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Is it because those guys are so good? Is it because the Grizz scheme is so unorthodoxed? Is it a combination of all of it? All of those things could be true. So we're going to keep on trying to break it down. But I, I will say, I'm not, I mean, it's not. it's not frustrating. It's always fun to go outside and watch football. I mean, my, my job is to go to Grizz practice. I know that there's... Millions of people around the world listen to this show. They're saying, you're the luckiest guy in the world. I'd love to go watch college football practice, whether it's the Grizz, the Bobcats, or whoever. You know, as part of your, your career, I've, I count my blessings every day. Very lucky. But it has been sort of uh, non-revelatory uh, this first week. It's been very hard to tell anything but what we already know to be true. What we already know to be true is that Montana practices incredibly hard. Really well-structured, well-disciplined practices, no loafing, running all over the place, running from drill to drill, a high level of talent in each position group. But in terms of, are the offensive linemen making strides? No clue. Are the running backs better than they were a year ago? No clue, because again, one of the main cogs of guys that are supposed to help the running backs improve this year for Montana, Marcus Knight, he's not participated in full competition yet. I don't know if he will. What are the the wide receivers like? I will, and we're going to get to one of the guys who does definitively look good with Sean Rainey from SWX Montana Television here uh, in just a little while. But I think that great teams start and end with their prowess up front. I know the Grizz defensive front is really good. I'm having a really hard time evaluating the Grizz offensive front, and I don't know if that's because the Grizz defensive front is so good, or because the Grizz offensive front is not up to par or because the Grizz defensive scheme is so unorthodoxed or a combination of those three factors. And so uh, we're going to continue, I promise you, try to try to get in and uh, break it down. But one guy that's been out of practice every single day and has been providing great coverage, whether it's on SWX Montana Television or ABC Fox or uh, on his various social media accounts, is SWX Montana Sports Director... Sean Rainey, I caught up with the man, the myth, the legend at Grizz practice earlier today. I asked Riley Corcoran this the other day because I was calling this five good minutes with Riley. This is Rainey's rapid reactions, but if this was PTI, who's who? Ooh. Um, I'm talking old school like, P.T.I. because now all, both of them, all they do is just scream at each other. It's not as good as it used to be. Yeah,
1: I'll 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 be Kornheiser. You can okay, be all right, yeah, right, yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like the print guy. Well, that I is guess, true. Like, that is true. Yeah, I got to
0: okay. be the cantankerous old guy, right? You're you're like more of the happy-go-lucky guy.
1: I, yeah, yeah. Okay, you just <laughs> sold me. I'll be I'll be Wilbon. He, he does. I do like um, he wears like the that nice like. Kind of turtleneck thing yeah, under the yeah. suit that I like. You know, I like that style. So, oh yeah, I'll go with Woban.
0: Sean Rainey with us here, coming to you from Grizz practice. A little cloud cover today, so even though it's uh, still 91 degrees, it's not bad out here. Uh, but Sean, the last couple days they've had the pads on. H- have we learned anything? Have you seen anything that you didn't already know or didn't already expect from this Grizz team?
1: Um, to be honest, kind of hard to hard to tell. It I'm is. I'm kind of bouncing in and out, um, especially when it's sure. so hot. I got to run back to the station and then do all my stuff there. Um, You know, I think that, you know, there's just certain guys that you're just, you had, um, you know, thoughts about, can they take the next step? And then, you know, you watch them just the way they move and you could just tell certain guys have that, that it factor. So I think it's, um, you know, a couple of those guys and you and I have discussed some of those. Um, It's just more just kind of validating what you thought could be the case going into this year.
0: We, uh, we talked about this earlier in this show. And I've been thinking about this a lot. We've covered teams where they, you know, they're drastically different in a year from the previous year because of a new coaching staff or, you know, new personnel, they graduated a bunch of seniors, new scheme. We've covered rebuilding teams. This team now though, in, in the fourth season and fifth year under Bobby Hawke, it looks exactly like a Bobby Hawke team. They also don't look that much different than last year, right? I actually think it makes it way harder to analyze because when a team like just absolutely gets better or absolutely doesn't isn't as good, it's easy to see this team. is kind of hard to see the differences, right? They kind of look exactly the, the same.
1: Well, well, I think the identity of the team, obviously, being defense, yeah, is yeah. the exact is pretty much the exact same. Yeah. We know what we're going to get defensively, and I think offensively, I mean, there's a ton of new faces, but I think we're expecting something similar, right? As far as how they might perform or might do. So I think that's why, yeah, we're kind of like we know the offense isn't going to be. You know, uh, you know, amazing, super dynamic. Like, you know, can they be, you know, better than last year? Uh, I think that is certainly a possibility. Um, But obviously, when you have you know a lot of new linemen, new quarterback, healthy guys back at uh, running back. Few you know new faces at wide receiver. Um, I'd say you know the offense has more question marks. You know by far.
0: TBD on the offensive line. We're still trying to evaluate that. But I want to ask you about offensive skill because that is one spot where you're certainly going to have more guys available at running back, and you're going to have a whole bunch of new guys with new opportunities at wide receiver.
1: Well, and you and I have talked about this, right? We're when you're looking at North Coast State, James Madison, some of these the the really good other teams. They all have just super... A couple one or two super explosive right. guys on offense. Right. Who's going to be that super explosive guy on offense for the Grizz? And you and I are kind of both in agreement that we think Aaron is yep. kind of could be that breakout player uh, this year offensively. He's got to be I mean, you know, one of the fastest guys on the team. But just the way that he moves, um, he's young, but he's confident. You could tell that he feels super confident. like he is a playmaker. And he's the, you know, one of the best, you know, offensive guys out there when he's on the field. You could just tell by the way he moves. And uh, when he gets the ball, uh, he's he's hard to get hands on even when they're just kind of in shells here. Um, I, so I think, you know, he could be really good and if Malik Flowers can c- continue to round out um, being a complete wide receiver, he also brings some explosiveness and then it's going to be really nice having Junior Bergen kind of be a, more of a full-time wide receiver and, you know, getting him matched up on, on linebackers and safeties. Uh, he just made a really, really nice catch a second ago. So, you know, I think that they do have the weapons that if they can use them properly in certain matchups that can be explosive.
0: I'm just interested to see if they give it to fonts I don't mean give it to him, but Berger put in his time last year as a running back, you know, making a sacrifice for the team. Mitch Roberts has been around forever. He's, you know, put in the work. Malik Flowers, this is his last chance. He's put in the work. They hardly ever just like let a guy be a guy right out <laughs> the gates on offensive skill. So I wonder what they're gonna do to Fonce to kind of make him earn it.
1: Well I can I can kind of see him early on as being a more of like a hey, we're gonna throw a couple go routes to right, him, right. he'll run a couple comebackers, things like that. Like I don't think he's gonna be a uh, massive like target share guy sure. where he's gonna get eight targets a game. It might be he gets four or five balls a game, but they're gonna be on those deep shots or or maybe even using him as a decoy to run someone in the flat underneath him. Him, something like that, but I think as the season progresses, I think he's just going to get you know better and better and better. And the one guy that I hope that he was as a uh, throwing the ball a lot to and getting a lot of targets is Cole For sure because. That dude is basically a wide receiver. That's right. A big wide receiver. So, you know, if they can run some two tight end sets and have the other the other tight end be the blocker and let Cole Grossman go to work on some guys, he's one of the most athletic dudes on the team.
0: Sean Randy SWX Montana Television, last thing for you, I saw that you had my my guy, the king pig, Alex Gubner, oh. on your shot. Have you played that on the TV yet?
1: Um uh, we, we ran it on uh, SWX tonight, okay. yesterday. We're going to run it today on nice. my uh, local shows. Yeah, yeah, they came out to me, him and Eli, and they're like, uh, it's really hot. And they took their shirts off. They're like, can we do the interview shirtless? I was like, <laughs> we need to normalize the big man <laughs> hey, doing the go, doing man. the interview shirtless. But uh, you want to talk about um, special players. I mean, I, I think Governor has a chance to be like an All-American. I agree. Um, he, I think he's one of the... You know, if you're just judging based on his position, I, I, you can make an argument he might be one of, you know, the one of the best players on the team. I think he is really, really good. He's super athletic, um, just an overall good athlete. His feet are really, really good for a guy that his size. And, he looks uh,
0: good too, right? I mean, uh, he's, you know, for being a, he's the king pig, so he's never going to be you know, spelt guy like Sean Rainey. But he looks really good for a D tackle. Right oh no, he, yeah, he's, I mean, he's looking. So yeah, cool. yeah, he's, uh, he's looking a big, good. Yeah,
1: and he's just super. I, I, like I said, I think he, uh, you know, after he's go- going into his junior year, I think he's going to get looks to play at the next level. He's a he's a really good player, and I think him and Alford as a one-two punch, uh, it's got to be, you know, up there with one of the best in the country.
0: Sean Rainey, SWX Montana Television. You can find him on the TV pretty much all the time. Uh, also check out SWX tonight, pretty much every night as well at 10:30 on SWX. He's got all sorts of great coverage. You can also find a lot of his stuff on Twitter too. So uh, keep up the good work, man. I'm enjoying your coverage.
1: I appreciate it. And uh, the the one thing I'm I'm sad about with you this year is I think we've only golfed together one time I all know. year. So we're Crazy. gonna have to go out and uh, get a couple rounds in before the season starts.
0: And we didn't even win the tournament we as played here. As
1: ridiculous as
0: Bonn's makes a ridiculous catch for. A Touchdown. Sean's vindicated. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Now he is Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm telling you, Aaron Fonce looks really good. This is an interesting analysis too, because and I've talked about this. I actually don't know if I've re-emphasized this as much on uh, this show as much as I talked about it on the Big Sky Breakdown podcast, but there's such... There's such a greater level of nuance to the evaluations of like prototypes when it comes to size, strength, and speed in football. What I'm getting at is there's a lot of different ways you can look when you're six foot three, 240 pounds, right? Like Dante Olson from Montana, who's a, who's a good-looking athlete, and Troy Anderson at Montana State are distinctly different looking athletes and styles of athletes, despite having similar, if not identical, listed sizes, right? It's just like there's all sorts of guys in the FCS that have very similar listings and size on the roster as guys in the SEC, but guys, like Will Smith, for example, the, the Will Smith is that his, his name? The the big DN for for Alabama, who's going to be one of the the uh, the front runners for uh, defensive player of the year uh, in in the country and the SEC last year. He's their edge. Um, he is not that massive of a guy in terms of what he's listed at, but then you see his length, his quick twitch muscle, his explosiveness, the way he runs, the way he bounds, all that stuff. It's just uh, it's totally different than the guys that are going to play at the FCS level. Why I'm saying this is because Aaron Fonts is listed at six foot one, 170 pounds. When you see that, you think, okay, you know, decent height and uh, pretty slight build. You know, maybe that's why he's at the FCS. I'll tell you this. Watching Aaron Fonts, there's a reason he had offers from the Mountain West. There's a reason he was flirting with schools from the Pac-12 He's a significantly superior athlete to most guys that land at this level. You can just tell by looking at his legs. Again, he's slight, but he has like that—he has that crazy balance where most guys at this level, if they're offensive skill guys, you know, they make a couple cuts, they get hit, they might be able to keep their balance for a second before they get taken to the ground. Fonts has such, like, tight-bound muscles that he can land and then reestablish full balance and explode out of it. We were talking about it at practice before we did that hit, and I I don't know definitively who Montana's fastest player is, but if you were to line everybody up on the line, Fonts is one of them. I, I think that the guys that are maybe pushing him are... Malik Flowers, maybe Jaden – Malik Flowers, a fellow wide receiver, an All-American kicker turn. maybe Jaden Dawson, corner from Idaho State. And I don't really know who else. Like, I, I think Fonz – I mean, Fonz did dust Justin Ford at practice today, and Justin Ford's an All-American. <laughs> Xavier I, I think, Harris, maybe? Xavier Harris is pretty good. He's he's fast for sure. Um. Trevin Gradney is fat is track fast. I mean, he, yeah. he was he was a really good track guy at Billings West. I mean, he was on a four by one hundred team that I think not only won a state championship, but I think they might have even set the state record. And he was certainly like a placer in the one hundred and the four hundred. I'm trying to think of other guys that might be in the mix as as, you know, the the true fastest guy uh, on the grizz. Junior Bergen's is pretty fast. He's up there. but, but that's what I'm saying is like Justin Ford's definitely fast. Corbin Walker's definitely fast. You know, um, Nash Fouch is pretty fast, actually, too, in the defensive backfield. Gary Graves is fast, you know, at safety. But those guys are fast. Fouts is very fast. Like he he is like four, four fast. And we're talking like four four to four five fast, right? That's a huge difference, though, when you're talking about timing. I think the Grizz have a whole bunch of guys that are four, five, four, six, which is fast for the FCS. But Foss is like true, real deal fast. Like, there's a reason he was getting recruited by Colorado State and Fresno State and, you know, a, a variety of, of different um, Mountain West programs. We're going to talk more Grizz a little bit later on, but we'll flip over to the other side of the rivalry and the other side of the continental divide. is now, by the way, ESPN Radio. A guy who seems like he's been around forever because, you know, in, in the tangible elements of his football Career in the spotlight in Montana, he has Nolan Askelson. He was a two-way star at Billings Senior. He had the unenviable task of taking over at quarterback after Nathan Dick graduated. Dick was first a Montana Grizzly and then an All-Frontier performer at Rocky Mountain College. Senior had a great run where they went to three straight state championships and won a pair of them. Askelson was a huge part of that. The, the kind of the uh, the star trio there was uh, Nathan Dick, Gabe Solser, and Nolan Askelson. And now here we are, Dix in the Frontier, Solcer's in the Big 12, or I guess uh, Texas is still in the Big 12 for now, I guess. But Solcer's on his way to Texas, and Nolan Askelson's the one guy that's left playing the Big Sky Conference. He was the Double A uh, defensive MVP in high school, broke in the starting lineup in Montana State as a redshirt freshman in the 2019 season, played really well that year. I think he ended up starting eight games, uh, had 40-plus tackles, It was a, a solid, good player there, at inside backer. Last year, he was also going to be one of the main contributors at inside linebacker, along with Callahan O'Reilly and some guy named Troy Anderson. And then Askelson, I think two or three games into the year, he had a pretty bad knee injury that cost him the rest of the season, almost. He came back, though, for the national championship game in January. Now, though, with Troy Anderson playing for the Atlanta Falcons, Askelson and Danny Ulula are the two main candidates to play Next to Callahan O'Reilly at that inside linebacker spot. Caught up with Billings' senior product, Nolan Askelson, earlier today. Well, happy now to continue our coverage of fall camp on both sides of the Continental Divide. And we go to Bozeman now and welcome in a Billings native, an inside linebacker for Montana State. He's a junior, Nolan Askelson. He former Montana defensive double-A player of the year during his time at Billings Senior and a guy who's been in the starting lineup when he's healthy the last couple years for Montana State. Nolan, thanks for taking a minute, man. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Uh, first and foremost, let's just talk about the vibe of camp. I mean, how is it feeling right now here in year two? It's been interesting these last couple of years, right, because you come out of that 2019 season and uh, a lot of motivation coming out the way that season ended, and then all of a sudden you sit around and you wait, and then you wait some more, and then all of a sudden you have a new coaching staff. So it seems like there's some more stability, especially in the coaching ranks there at Montana State. How's ball camp feeling this year compared to maybe last year?
2: Uh, it's, it's awesome. Um, I think just kind of knowing what to expect as far as, you know, the way coaches run practice, uh, kind of just our schedule on the day-to-day. I think just having it be the second time around, we kind of get a little bit more of a routine, kind of figure out how you like your day to go. Um, and just great energy, man. It's been awesome. We're, we're attacking it, I feel like. Uh, a lot of competition out here. and We're just having
0: fun. Well, I know a lot of the guys on the squad uh, have told me just uh, about the way you guys practice, but how would you describe it? I mean, it seems like there's a lot of opportunity for a lot of different guys to get better every day. So, I mean, how would you just describe the way that you guys uh, attack and take the practice field each day?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, the double repping, you know, two-spot, and we have, you know, offense, defense on both sides of the field really helps a lot. So, you know, one through fours are getting getting so many reps every day just building that depth I remember when I was a freshman coming in I maybe got you know 10 reps a day didn't really have a chance to figure out the defense you know these freshmen out here we're throwing them right in the fire and I think it's really helping them they're all coming along great I mean we just we just attack it and you know it's small campus long but I think guys are out here battling through some nicks and bruises but you know I think we bring the right tempo and we're pretty efficient with our time so
0: Nolan Askelson joining us, Montana State junior inside linebacker. Let's talk about you personally, man. I know last year you had a good start to the season, then you got hurt, and I'm sure that was tough for you. It's tough for any athlete. So uh, what's it like being back out there, and and how tough was it for you watching from the sideline for most of the year during such a great run by your teammates?
2: Uh, Yeah, it it was tough. You know, I wanted to be out there. wanted to, Whatever role I could have had, I wanted to help, you know, being able to rotate in with Cal and Troy. I think probably could have helped keep them healthy throughout the season, but I just wanted to be out there with my guys, man. That was a special team, special group of seniors there, obviously. I mean, unheard of uh, Troy Anderson, Daniel Hardy, Lance McCutcheon, all those guys. You know, I just wanted to be out there with them, but, you know, I got to be able to come back for the championship, so that was was awesome. I was glad I was able to do that, and, you know, just getting back out here now in fall camp, feeling good, back to 100%, feeling like myself again. So, yeah, I'm just, just ready to attack this season.
0: The way that you see the game, the way you sort of compartmentalize it, how how has it changed? I mean, now that you are a few years older, you've been around college football for a handful of years. I mean, how do you think you've grown just in the way that you see football and the way you play football?
2: Um, I think mainly it's just being able to see the defense as a whole rather than, you know, just, just knowing my job and not really knowing what's going on around me. I think being able to understand, you know, what the backer next to me is doing, what the safety behind me is doing, and being able to play off that a little bit and knowing where they're going to show up in fits and stuff. And just understand the offensive schemes, of course. You know, the more you see it, you know, the more comfortable you get with it, you're more, you're just diagnosed diagnosing and reacting. You know, it just
0: happens a little bit faster. So that's all it really is. Montana State Minute here on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Nolan Askelson joining us here on the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. He is a MSU inside linebacker. And, uh, Nolan, I have to uh, chuckle when I, I hear from, you know, the people saying, well, how, how on earth do you replace Troy Anderson? And the 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 answer is you don't, right? I mean, there's just – there's quite literally nobody that's six four two fifty that runs 4240s <laughs> playing in the FCS yeah. or any, any level of Division One football. Uh, but I mean, what do you think of just sort of the challenge that this is? You yourself, Calahan, O'Reilly, Danny, you—you you guys are all going to have a sort of elevated roles there at that inside linebacker spot. So I uh, can't really replace the stuff that he does because nobody else can really do it. But how, how do you go about uh, sort of filling the void left by a guy that was not only a great player but a great leader?
2: Yeah, exactly, you don't, you can't, I mean, nobody's, nobody's Troy, I don't think we'll ever probably see another Troy here again, but just playing together, playing as a whole unit to replace him, you know, he had a lot of production, but I mean, between, you know, however many three four guys we end up rotating this season, I think we have the ability to be just as productive and, you know, and just learn from him and the way he played and the way he approached the game and everything he did, man, just, just the way he was just such a pro about school, about sleep, you know, his body about the game, I mean, just really try to learn from him more than anything. You know, don't need to replace him. Don't need to worry about that. You know, we're going to be fine. So,
0: Well, it seems like a common narrative amongst the team, right? I talked to Brody Grebey uh, a couple weeks ago, and he was saying, hey, you know, nobody knew who Daniel Hardy was before last year, and then all of a sudden Daniel Hardy's a consensus All-American that's getting drafted. So it seems like there's kind of a that collective mentality. It seems like your guys' group, you know it's kind of your opportunity now to to prove some of the doubters wrong. So, I mean, is that true, and, and how much does that motivate you?
2: I mean, yeah, I think we always like to have a chip on our shoulder. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of time we probably don't get the respect we feel like we deserve, but that's fine. You know, to us, that's just outside noise. It doesn't matter. You know, it's about us. We make sure we keep, you know, business in-house. We worry about ourselves. We just control, what we can control, and, you know, just trying to prove people wrong.
0: Nolan Askelson joining us here on Nuanas Now. He's a buildings native and a Montana State junior inside linebacker there for the Bobcats as fall camp continues on. Just a couple weeks now leading up to the season openers across the, uh, the landscape of college football for Big Sky Conference teams, the Montana schools and otherwise. Nolan, what are the biggest priorities now then? What do you guys need to do to take care of stuff leading up to the opener? What are the, the main points of emphasis here as you enter now into your second week of fall camp?
2: Um, you know, Coach kind of lays it out for us, you know, in our meetings. Uh, first thing is, you know, develop depth, get some guys, you know, You want to be able to have a solid ones and twos at every position at least. You know, threes would be great, especially at the line spots. Um, So just developing depth, like I said, taking all these reps, doing two spots of practice is helping. And then just kind of finding out who the dudes are going to be, who's going to, you know, step up and be leaders. And just kind of finding our personality as a team, I think.
0: And how about the guy playing next year? Because I thought it was great that Callahan O'Reilly landed on the, the preseason uh, all Big Sky team, I think, he's deserved it for sure. Uh, he has sort of uh, been in Troy Anderson's shadow for a while, but he's you know multi-year starter, really productive, one of the best tacklers in the Big Sky. Conference. So, what do you think he has brought to your defense, and how do you have you seen him grow both as a player and as a leader?
2: Oh man, he's yeah, yeah. You said he's one of a kind. He's a special kid. I mean, his dedication and work ethic, and you know the time he spends on his body. And just like Troy, man, he's just a professional in everything he does. Um, I mean, really, he sees the game like a coach. He really is another coach out there on the field. Um, The way he brings along the younger guys, you know, even outside of the back room, you know, helping guys, corners, DBs, you know, linemen. He's he's helping everybody. He understands the whole defense. And just, you know, he's day in, day out showing us, you know, what dedication looks like, you know, spending time on his body. He's always, you know, he's one of the first one in, last one out type of guy. Uh, he's a great teammate, great leader. Um, I'm excited he kind of gets to step into the spotlight now because, like you said, yeah, he's been overshadowed. But he's deserved all the attention he's getting. And, yeah, I can't wait to see him ball out again this year and hoping we can send him out on the on the right note.
0: It's so interesting for me to cover Montana State football as long as I have. We've seen so many different iterations of offensive coordinators, so many different offenses. And you guys have a new defensive coordinator now and Willie Mac Garza but it seems like because he comes from this same sort of coaching tree and, you know, he's a guy that worked with Freddie Banks, the former DC there at Montana state. And, you know, a guy that learned from Scotty Hazleton and Gus Bradley and all the other great guys in this coaching tree. It seems like the scheme hasn't changed that much. So how do you think you guys are adjusting to just sort of a a new voice as a play caller?
2: Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a lot of carryover. There's a few wrinkles here and there that I think will, will help us this year out for sure. Um, but, you know, not a whole lot of change. And Willie Mack's a great coach. He's, he makes practices fun. You know, he makes meetings fun. But, you know, he's he's focused and detailed, and he really drives home the details. So, you know, it's been a pretty smooth transition.
0: Well, Askelson joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. He is an inside linebacker for the Montana State 5 Cats. Last thing for you then, man. Uh, what is your overall thought on this upcoming season? Last year was such a great year. How how do you use uh, last year as motivation for this year? How do you carry the momentum from your uh, guys' awesome run all the way through the regular season and the playoffs? Um, You know, we don't really think about it too much. I think
2: all we can really take from it is we see what, you know, how much it took to get to that spot. You know, it took a lot of hard work. It's a long season. We understand that now. Um, And now we just got to figure out how to get, you know, across to the next step. Um, But we're not really focusing on the end goal. You know, we're, Right now, we're on day six of camp. We're working on this. You know, we're getting through this, getting better right now. Uh, you know, it's always there. That's always something. That's always our goal. Everybody knows it. But, you know, we don't need to talk about it that much. We're just taking it one day at a time.
0: Well, we can't wait to follow you all season long. And congratulations on getting back at it. I'm happy for you that you're you're back healthy. And uh, keep on working hard. But thanks so much for taking some time for us here at Nuanas now, man. Appreciate you being here.
2: Thanks, Colter. Appreciate it.
0: Greatest cat. Greatest cat. There's a cat. Here comes a Grizz. A new Grizz. A Helena Capital senior-to-be, Austin Beeler. The latest commitment in the in-state recruiting battle, he's coming to Montana. He'll tell us why right after this. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio.
1: And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because
0: we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschulteilaw.com. This is Nuwanes Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I didn't learn till last fall that that was Steely Dan sample. Is there anybody better ever? Sampling. You might not like Kanye West, but he might be the best in terms of the art of sampling ever in hip-hop. is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Thanks for kicking it with us here on your Friday. I have been searching for the answer. I think we're all searching for the answer, but I've been searching for the answer to a specific question for a really long time. Where have all the linemen gone? Forever, I shouldn't say forever, for a good period of time, Montana, Montana State, they had to, like, the the old cliche used to be, we're going to go get our arms and our legs from out of state, but our trenches are going to come from Montana. You knew you were going to get defensive and offensive linemen from in the state of Montana. There's still a, a fair amount of defensive linemen that come out of the state of Montana, although now that I'm rapidly going through my head, of the, the two teams right now. Brody Grebe, an outstanding player at MSU, by the way. You can check out a, a uh, the beginning of our Elevated Expectations series. I'm going to have five Bobcats. Andrew Houghton's going to have five Grizzlies for you. And it's pretty self-explanatory. Guys that uh, have elevated expectations for both Montana and Montana State. But Brody Grebe's from Melstone, Montana. He's slated to be a starting defensive end at Montana State. But then the rest of their defensive front, as I think about it, uh, not a lot of Montana flavor. And you look at Montana's defensive front, uh, Alex Gubner, Eli Alford, Jacob McGoran, um, Garrett Husted, uh, oh, a bunch of guys th- that are uh, are not from in-state either, but they do have such great in-state flavor at linebacker. Regardless, there there used to be a proliferation of Division One caliber, Big Sky Conference caliber offensive linemen from the state of Montana. And now there's not. I have a whole bunch of theories as to why. But guess what? The Grizz got a commitment from one. I'm not saying he's the last of a dying breed, but it's more and more of a rarity these days. Yet six six two forty five sounds pretty good for a starting uh, spot for a, a young player. Caught up with the latest commitment from the in-state recruiting battle. He's coming to the Grizzlies. Well, this is fun. Our recruiting coverage for college football around the state of Montana rolls on. We have a couple commitments for the class of 2023 for this uh, upcoming high school football season. Always fun when the guys get the commitments out of the way before the year and then concentrate on the year. I think Helena Capital probably going to be pretty good. We heard from Talon Marsh uh, earlier this month talking about his commitment to Montana State. Now we're joined by Austin Bieler from Helena Capital as well, an offensive and defensive lineman there for the Bruins. But it's also fun because... Yesterday, if you tuned in to Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops are Where Are They Now? series, Austin's mother joined us, Greta Kospiller, uh, who was a great player for the Lady Grizz in the mid-1990s. And uh, both his parents actually played for the Grizz, so a legacy times two here. But uh, always fun. We're recording this on a Thursday uh before you're we going to hear from Greta, so actually I have, we haven't even talked to Greta yet, but we'll, you'll be here. listening to this here on a Friday. Either way, Austin, thanks for being here, man. Congratulations on your commitment. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Well, first and foremost, uh, let's talk just about the news of the day here, and that is your commitment to Montana. Just take us through uh, the recruiting process. When did Montana first Get a hold of you. Obviously, you would known about the program, the athletic department, the football team, probably since you were a little kid, given your family ties there to Montana. But uh, w- when did this current coaching staff first start recruiting you, and how did it all play out? Um, well, they first uh, Coach
3: Skirmer first started talking to me a little bit after our basketball season this year. So right when I started track around then, started texting me a bit, and then he came to Capitol and talked to some guys.
0: When a coach first walks in and says, "Hey, I want to talk to you I mean what's the moment like? Well, what's it like when you're like, "Oh man, uh, this is actually happening. The Grizz are actually here to to, to recruit me
3: I was really excited because i've I've always wanted to kind of play go play for the Grizz, follow my parents' footsteps, and I was really excited when they decided they wanted to come talk to me.
0: I know you probably had some some other recruiting but just take us through it i mean who who else was interested? who else came uh, you know, trying to get your services
3: well So, Carroll and Tech offered me early last football season, and then uh, I went through talking with uh, Montana for a while, and then they offered me right after uh, the big man camp that I went to down in Missoula in the beginning of the summer. And then Eastern Washington started talking to me, and then I went to a camp at Eastern Washington, and then they both moved me to full ride offers after the Eastern
0: Washington camp. Well, good for you. Very cool. And uh, what an awesome accomplishment for you. Austin Beeler joining us here on I Know it is Now ESPN Radio as well as uh, SWX Montana Television. He's the latest commitment for the class of 2023, the first in-state commitment for the Montana Grizzlies. And uh, Austin, with the, the high school football season upon us, I guess as we record this on a Thursday, we're only a day away from you starting Uh, your last high school football season there at Helena Capital. Does this give you some relief? I mean, what's it feel like committing before your senior year? Does it kind of give you a clear mind going into your final high school football season?
3: Yeah, I'm glad I got it off my shoulders because now I can just focus on uh, our season this year and focus on making us go as far as we can, and I think we can go pretty far this year.
0: You'd have to assume so, and you got a couple guys that are D1 players on your team. That's a good start. If those guys are on the lines, that's a great start. So, uh, what do you think of that dynamic, though? Talon joined us uh, a little while ago, a couple weeks back, and he was great on the show as well. Uh, but it's, I mean, I, I know that sometimes internally that sort of stuff helps helps each other, right? I mean, you have another guy that can you know you can watch him lift and and maybe even lift together or, or you know train alongside of him. Common goals, things like that. What do you think of just having a teammate that's also a Division One bound like yourself?
3: Tom and I have always been pretty good buddies, and he's always been that guy who's kind of driving me to go that extra mile and work harder. And I'm just excited that we both got this opportunity, and I look forward to it.
0: Austin Bueller joining us here on ESPN Radio. Nuance is now part of our recruiting coverage. He's a Helena Capital senior-to-be the Bruins, and most teams around high school football set to open camp sometime this week. Austin, what do you think about this upcoming season then? Because I know the Capitol, you guys have a lot of talent back. You were a good team last year. Seems like you got high prospects for this year as well. So what's the summer been like, and and how motivated are you guys coming into this this year, your senior football season?
3: Well, our summer was really good. We had almost everybody coming to our 6 a.m. listing and everything, and uh our whole team's very motivated. We've gone through work all together. Got a deep team bond going and I just think we're ready to go this season.
0: Remind me, who do you guys open the season with? Uh Bozeman. So that should be a great game. Bozeman's going to be good too. They also have a division 1 offensive lineman in Everett Carr who is uh committed to the Cats recently as well. So uh, a lot of good players uh, in the state as there always is. What do you think will be the, the style you guys want to play at Capital? I know there's been kind of an evolution. There's been various styles under Coach Mahelish. So what uh, what do you guys hope to be about this year on the football field?
3: Um, I hope we're just dominant offense and dominant defense. Like We make those teams. They're struggling on both sides of the ball to get anything done.
0: For sure. Well, I think that you, uh, you got a good start with a couple guys anchoring the fronts like you do. Austin Beeler joining us here on uh, ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. You, you mentioned how you know, you've know you thought about and, and maybe hoped and dreamed of playing for the Grizz uh, all along, g- given the fact that your mom, Greta, was a great player. Your dad, Eric, was a great player for the Grizz football team as well. Obviously, Greta played for the Lady Grizz basketball team. But to have that dream come to fruition... Uh, that was probably pretty cool. I mean, what does your parents think? They must be very proud of you.
3: They were super excited when I told them I was getting talked to and offered, and they made sure that it was my decision. They didn't push me to make the decision to go there, but in the end, I felt like it was the right decision, and they're pretty excited.
0: Well, we've also been pretty excited to have football back in Missoula. I've been down at uh, Grizz football practice the last three days, and uh, Grizz look sharp. They look well-conditioned. They look mean, playing fast. So what do you think of just the status of the program? What do you think of joining that program? Because Montana, it seems like uh, in Coach Alk's second tenure here, they got things uh, rapidly rising. So what do you think of, of being a part of, of this program that's expected once again to be a nationally elite program? I'm really
3: excited. I love the coaching staff. They're all great guys. And I'm just really excited to be part of this winning team. And I know they're going to do very well the next few years.
0: Austin awesome. Beeler joining us here on Nuana's Now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, Helena Capital Senior, recent Grizz football commit, and uh, Austin, we'll get you out of here on this. Then what, what's the goal now between now and, and uh, the start of the season and also just for the season? I mean, you, you guys open camp on Friday and uh, the, the opener for the actual season for games just a couple weeks in, uh, uh, away, so what, what's between now and then and also... Uh, what do you think of just the prospects of playing your final high school football season? What are the goals for you and for Helena capital?
3: I'm really excited. I'm excited to start our practice and I'm glad we get to practice for a while before we get to our first game. Just make sure everybody's all sharpened up and ready to go. And I'm just excited. I think we're a championship level team this year and that's our goal.
0: Well, best of luck. Uh, Congratulations again. And we'll have a great time following along with you during your high school football season. Thanks so much for taking some time with us as well. Austin Bieler here on uh, Nuances Now. And uh, we'll catch up with you throughout the fall, man. But thanks for being here. All right. Thank you. I don't know if we've ever done that before. A reputable female athlete of yesteryear. And then her child, a current reputable athlete of present day. Fun times. Austin Bieler, Beeler, excuse me. Spelled like Bueller, but Austin Buehler, the son of Greta Koss Buehler. Greta was on yesterday. Austin was on today. Good times. Incoming recruit to the Montana Grizzlies. What does it all mean? I'll give you some of my thoughts on what happened to all the offensive linemen and some more thoughts on the Grizz, on the Bobcats. Take you into your weekend. It's New Orleans Now, ESPN Radio. is now on ESPN Radio. Is Will Smith still in trouble? I, I don't know. I can't tell. Also, it's not Will Smith playing defensive end for Alabama. It's Will Anderson. Ap- apologies. Uh, I must have been subconsciously thinking of the late Will Smith, who was a great defensive end out of Ohio State, who then played for the New Orleans Saints and then tragically died uh, several years ago. Um. But a little Big Willie style for you. I don't know. I don't I don't know how all this stuff works. Will Smith made a scene at the Oscars, and I don't know if we're supposed to play his music anymore. His music's great, so I'm going to keep playing it. I don't really know how the rest of this stuff works. Go no one us now. Thanks for hanging out with us here on your Friday. A little late on this because we had so many guests to get to, but you want a free pizza pie? We got one for you. Front Street Pizza right there on Front Street, located below Rome Student Housing, right across from the Public Library. Call us right now. Call number one. We have a free pizza for you. All you got to do is call us. We call them. You go pick it up. Front Street Pizza located there right on Front Street. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call right now to get some free pizza from Front Street Pizza here in downtown Missoula. I know I've been ruminating. I tend to do that. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> but I've been ruminating on the, the Lions stuff uh, for the, when I'm analyzing it. Uh, I can't wait to go check out Montana State's fall camp. Haven't got a look at them. And I do think there's going to be some more um, stark observations just because there's so many guys at MSU where you're like, don't know what this guy does. Uh, a lot of elevated roles for guys. A lot of big shoes to fill at Montana. I just truly think that the Grizzlies' season depends on if the offensive line is adequate to good to great. And I'm stuck on the fact that I can't tell if they are or not because they're going against this unbelievable defensive front. And as I've been screaming about all show, I don't know. What I see in the first five days of camp at, at Montana is that the line does not look better than it did year, a year ago. In fact, I don't think it's as good. I thought Montana's line last year was was above average to good, not not very good or great, but but good, good. I'd actually say it's a little bit above average, more than above average. I, I'd say last year's line was good. I think you need to be very good to great to be able to be one of those final four teams, one of those teams that's going to Frisco. But I keep harkening back to the fact that Montana's. Offensive line, I'm not sure if they don't look quite as good to me because they have a bunch of new faces that are still trying to gel. Because they're going against such a good defensive front, they can't really figure out a way to, to, to make any weight to sort of even the playing field. Or because Montana's defensive scheme is so unorthodox. So let's put that on the back burner. I'm going to stop dwelling on that part. Here's what I have seen that has nothing to do with the Lions. And as you know, if you follow along this show, I watch football from the Lions out. Uh, But here's what I do know. I've been talking about Alex Gubner for a while, and I think he looks fit, lean, at least by his standards. I think he lost about 20 pounds. He played about almost 300 last year. I think he's going to play about in the 280s this year. Looks really, really good. Looks physically fit. You know, as physically fit as you can look when you're 6'3", 285. But he looks really good. I think he's going to be one of the best interior guys in the league. The Grizz front seven looks ferocious. It seems like you double-check the numbers because you don't really even notice that much of a drop when they rotate all these guys. So I think that is going to make Montana really good. But I agree with Sean Rainey. I think that Aaron Fonts has an opportunity to be the breakout guy there on offense. I also think that Junior Bergen back at receiver is going to help Montana a lot. Um, But honestly, one of the guys that's turned the most heads to me during fall camp, actually the position group that's turned the most heads to me is cornerback. And we projected that they were going to be better at corner than they have been the last couple years. And they've been good the last couple years. Actually, I would say last year they were great at corner. I think they're going to be even better. And the guy who stood out who maybe we didn't expect to be the guy who's really turning heads is Trevin Gradney, a kid out of Billings, West, Montana. uh, Billings, Montana. Excuse me, Billings, West High School. Son of a former Bobcat, actually. And we knew Justin Ford's a returning All-American. He looks physically very good, and he had a great practice today. He had a big hit. He also had a a big interception. Corbin Walker, steady, tough, solid on the outside. He looks good. Jaden Dawson looks fast. Uh, quick twitch, breaks really well in and out of his breaks really well. Ancho Soy, he uh, is no longer with the program. He had some academic stuff, and uh, that caused them to show him the door. They were high on him last year. I was wondering where they were going to find that next guy. Well, Gradney's not only the next guy. gradney has been getting turns with the ones. He's had as many picks as anybody in the defensive secondary so far. He runs really, really well. He ran well in high school, but I think he's loosened up his hips quite a bit as well. And so I think that he's a guy that we'll certainly uh, have our eyes on and maybe could be one of those guys that maybe you didn't expect that's a breakout guy here um, this fall uh, for the uh, Montana Grizzlies. Still trying to figure out the logistics of what's going down uh, this next couple weeks, where we're going to be at and stuff, but we do have some Traveling radio shows coming up. We'll have uh, coverage for you of fall camp from both Dornblazer Field and Deitch Field. Maybe we'll dive into some frontier stuff next week as well because I know they're rolling. And uh, guess what else started today? High school football, opening of fall camps across the state at the prep level. So we'll have a a bunch of high school coverage for you next week as well. Missed anything in today's show? Thanks to all of our outstanding guests for joining us Alex Escherman and Sean Rainey of SWX Montana Television, Brandon Casey, Montana Grizzly offensive tackle, Nolan Askelson, Bobcat inside linebacker, Austin Beeler, a future Montana Grizz recruit and offensive lineman out of Helena Capital, Garrett Middleton of the Bitterroot Celtic Games and Gathering, and Seth Martin from the 4th D Club. They got a golf scramble coming up. All of those awesome. I don't know if we've ever had seven guests in one show, but I appreciate each and every one of them for their contributions today. You can find everything from today's show archived on the Nuanna's Now podcast, which is proudly presented by the M Store, the MSU Bookstore, and the Advocates. We'll be back at it on Monday with the Montana Football Hour and also have plenty of NFL talk for you as well. In the meantime, have yourself a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the summer while it lasts. It's going to be gone before you know it. But that's the best part about things in Montana. When the summer ends, football begins. Either way, have yourself an outstanding weekend. We'll see you again, 4 p.m. on Monday. I'm out. It's Nuwana's Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio.